wait for it to kick in. Hi guys, welcome back to CanaryCast. Good to see you back here. Little transfer special for you today. Seems that this name has been floating around for a few months now, back end of the championship season when Michael Bailey first mentioned it to us. But Norwich are being officially linked with Brandon Williams from Manchester United. Year-long loan deal. Jacob, initial thoughts, mate? We've heard this name for a few months now. Yeah, we've talked about it quite a lot, haven't we? Because if you go back and watch our kind of post-season uh, review of, of the whole championship campaign, Bailey said it, didn't he? He said, yeah. very interested in the Brandon Williams link. And we never hear a name from Michael Bailey unless there's, a, there's, a, there's something in it in terms of, of context. You know, it's not just him throwing names out there because it, they link up and everything. Maybe it's coincidence, but yeah, probably not. Uh, but so, yeah, we've kind of tracked it throughout and it looks like it's uh, going to be done, mate. I think um, it's going to be less than the two million touted around, a lot less mm. towards Michael again. Um, That's for the wait, loan fee. Yeah, yeah, loan fee. Yeah. And then it's an interesting one simply because you look at it and go, is it a slight waste of a loan with mm. centre-back and defensive midfield needed? Maybe in my kind of positive mindset at the moment, it's me thinking... They've got them almost very, very confident that they will be getting both those positions in permanently. Yeah, I can't imagine Stuart Webber cutting off the option to loan a CDM or a centre-back for the sake of a backup left-back unless he's really confident that he can get a CDM and a centre-back in permanently. Can you? No, especially with two weeks of the window still to go. It's, yeah. it's really probably the Ollie Skip playing for Spurs the other day will, will have... Uh, Probably really, one. yeah, obviously shut every Norwich fan down in terms of that's just, we were maybe two, three, five percent hopeful that it maybe would happen, but unfortunately that won't be happening now. You can look no. at that, if he's playing against Man City, you can see he's going to be playing a lot this season for Spurs, yeah. and good luck to him, he's been brilliant for us. It's a shame because he would really have helped us get to that, mm. that, that level of potentially staying up, but um, we have to move on, hopefully... Brandon Williams, who we'll go on to in a second about how good he is, what he's good at, what he's not so good at, um, is going to be a good good competition for Dimi, who was brilliant against Liverpool, mm. and Max, who I thought was very good as well, and, and really push that on and maybe give the likes of Bali potentially alone. Yeah, let's talk about it now, Jacob, because how does how do you see Brandon Williams fitting into this squad? Because I don't think he comes in and replaces Yanulis. I don't think a lone player is going to do that anyway. And on Yanulis was fantastic against Liverpool. He's best player in a Norwich shirt for me. Aaron's was good too. Second goal, a bit iffy, but he's pretty not fit. But he's not going to come in and replace Max Aaron's or Dimi Janulis. This is going to be a backup role, isn't it? Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because Max doesn't really miss games in no. terms of fitness. And Brian Williams, so he's a left-back who is right-footed. He's played predominantly at left-back for United's. Uh, throughout his whole career, very comfortable on his left foot as well, but he, he is right-footed, it's quite clear to see. If you look at any of his highlight clips, he's yeah clearly right-footed, so can play that right-back role as well. Quite quick, I'd say his frame isn't isn't the biggest. He's, he's quite tall for a left-back. Um, I can't see him fitting into a centre-back in a three or anything. It will be literally full-back cover, but he does push it on. There's obviously negotiations there with, with Weber and, and United in terms of how he will play. Uh, you know with Dimi... 38 games for one player in a season is just not going to happen. So he will play 10, 15 games, you'd imagine, in just substitute appearances and then cover for injuries. And like I was saying with the Barley member thing, you look at that now and think, does he, is he able to get on loan? Depends what on earth's happening with Byram. I mean, I think maybe we have to just kind of shut his name out of it and just think that's just done now because he's so 
Unfortunately, his body is just so done, it seems, that he's just not going to be able to recover to the Premier League standard. Hopefully he does. It'd be brilliant to see. But um, yeah, maybe Barley, just some loading experience, which would be good yeah. for him if he does go out because I, I can see when we've seen him play, there's sparks, but there's a lot of improvement he can make. And if he does get those 30, 40 games in a season like Sam McCallum did last year, that would really help Barley out, I think. Yeah, I completely agree with the Barley loan. I would like to see him given a chance in the Prem, but I think it's better if he goes out and gets first-team football every week in the Champ or whatever. That makes complete complete sense. Um, Byram, I agree, just just write him off. But aren't you surprised that Man United have agreed to this, supposedly, if it is only a sort of squad role? It's very odd. But then, for me, he doesn't play in the Champions League for United. Mm. He doesn't play in the Premier League for United. Yeah. So let's talk about his appearances, actually, because 1920 in the Premier League, he makes 17 appearances for United. You're thinking, blimey, he's coming on the scene quite quickly. He's playing a fair amount of games. He played eight games in the Europa League that season. Following season, four Premier League appearances and just two in the Champions League. Um, I think that's probably something to do with uh, United signing Alex Tellez and the competition within the squad. But he came on the scene quite quickly and he has definitely dropped off. He does need a move to sort of revive the hype around him, don't you think? Yeah, and, and the thing is, he's going to be coming in for a monumental size club and really feel like he should be playing. His yeah. level of ability, he'll feel like he can back himself. And that will really push Max on, who hasn't had competition recently. Probably hasn't had competition really for three years in terms of Byron covered left back more often than not when Jamal wasn't really at it. Um, that will really push Max on, I think, which can only help like... Almost Ralph Fairman did with Tim Krull, really mm. giving that that right. Your your position is not safe. I, I don't think. Do you think he needs that, Max? I, I think that helps. I don't think you can take for granted your position because I don't think his his career is stalled at all. I think he's always been yeah. very very solid and progressive. But it's never a harm to have every player fighting for their position. Look at our midfield at the moment. Whilst we're a defensive midfielder, short. One of our best players last season, Kenny McLean, is not guaranteed a, a role in that team currently. And that pushes the likes of Gilmore and Lima Lu and even Rook to a degree. Like you can have a lot of competition there. If you've got three strikers as well who will all push each other on, well, that's with me thinking Jordan Hugo will go. Um, so fullbacks needed that as well. I think with Dimi, there's always help to be pushed. I mean, he looks very, very yeah. ready for the Premier League. But in terms of injury, he's had a couple of hamstring injuries since he's been here. You do think that you don't want to be putting someone out of position to play there, especially in the Premier League, like that we did with Sorensen, who, yeah, he can't play left back at this league at this level because mm. square pegs in round holes for Norwich won't work against teams that are better than us. It'll be found out very quickly. So Brandon also has that real aggressiveness. If you look at him plays, mm. he's got that that bit of bite and anger and aggressiveness that you want, especially because Norwich is sometimes a bit too nice to play against. Yeah. Uh, I think we need that that kind of not nasty streak, but you know, just that bit of just that bit of toughness that you know what you're not going to kick me around the pitch today. I'm going to kick you back, sort of thing. Yeah. And I think that's what he he will bring. He'll bring that kind of big club mentality, and he'll want to win, and he'll want to push himself on, and and that can never be a bad thing. You look at Gilmore slotted in straight away, even. They did look tired after about 65 minutes. You've just Most seen of the, the quality team, there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You see the quality that he's really going to possess this season. <clears throat> yeah. Can you see it happening before City at the weekend? That would be, I'm not saying that Yanulis or Aaron's will be dropped, but that would be a nice game for Williams to come into. Yeah, you're looking at it, probably you're looking more at the Bournemouth game um, in terms of the cup and <laughs> going to be a bit of baptism of fire about City. Uh, might pick him up on the way home, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, that's going to be a tricky one. I mean, oh, that is going to be a very tough game. But 
I mean, yeah, I think they're going to be really rasping. And KDB will be back. That, that's the huge difference for them. Yeah. But um, no, I think you're looking at Bournemouth and, and probably fitting him in there, which would be nice. Maybe Mumba on the right, Williams on the left, see how they both are and, and really look at what the kind of qualities he has. Daniel Fark will improve him. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind because yeah. he's done it with, with every fullback we've had currently and every young player we've had. Yeah, we're getting a real reputation for that. OK, let's let's park Brandon Williams there. It all seems like it's going going to happen. Um, Brandon Williams joining on loan for the season. Um, just before we go, let's talk about the other two positions that every Norwich fan feels like we need to uh, improve upon. That's central defence midfielder and a centre-back. Um, the links are quite quiet at the minute. Don't know if you've heard anything that I haven't, but um, only got two weeks to go. What do you make of the situation? It makes it more intriguing that it's two weeks ago with a permanent transfer. With a loan, yeah. you can leave that until quite late on and and have that sorted because it's not as much of a big deal in terms of negotiation. Because more often than not, obviously, the, the parent club wants the player to go out on loan. With, with the permanent transfer, he the, the player either has to be gone or wants to go. Or again, is you've got a lot of young midfielders who you probably could have got on loan from a bigger club mm. in the Premier League or something like that. And you're shutting that off very quickly. So it's going to be fascinating to see. I mean, it has to, CDM has to be done. And centre-back for me, it was so interesting on um, on Saturday to look at it and be like, Daniel Farker has said to us all now, Christoph Simmons not good enough because yeah. zero minute, zero second of pre-season Grant Hanley starts in front of Christoph Simmons at the weekend, which mm. makes you think, yeah, that's that's not happening. Zimbo's and Mervyn Medelli was in contention yeah. ahead of him anyway. Yeah. So Zimbo's fourth choice, which yeah. which is good because he's not good enough. Mm-hmm. But you need another centre-back, especially if we like say five at the back, it just needs that. And we know with Grant, he gets injuries. It's not his fault. It's just the way it is. Andy O, it looks like he could be very good, but let's not give him that baptism of fire. And Gibson can get injured as well. It, we definitely need one. But defensive yeah. midfield is the biggest one for me. You look at the midfield was OK for 60 minutes against Liverpool, but you're looking at it and A, we lack someone who can really drive that that midfield on with, with ball carrying, which... Don't think any of them can really do in that midfield at the moment. Maybe Kenny McClay yeah. can to a degree, but not not like Ollie Skip level, which he did do at times last year. But also just that player who can again like Ollie Skip, just nip in, just mm. get that ball and then pass it and give it to the more creative players. We haven't heard Hamza Chowdhury's name for a few months, but that was linked. Do you make anything of that? No. Well, again, on loan you can see it, but permanently. Yeah. That, that's yeah. the whole thing we're looking at it now. We, we've been looking at midfielders and thinking, yeah, alone which you can look at a lot of this criteria, even like a Tom Davies from Everton or a Chowdhury, those kind of players who've just kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit. But those clubs are going to want big money for them. Yeah. And you just think, and to drop down to Norwich permanently rather than alone, again, you've got to be very confident that that player, A, is going to succeed, B, is going to want to be here, and C, would be ready if they go down to the trap, trap door of the championship. Just makes it a lot more difficult with both of those positions. But... You've got to back Weber and Parker and hope that it does. Well, they need to be, happen. If they don't, then we're down. In my opinion, it is, it's it's as uh, cut and dry as that. Really, is it just has to happen those two positions because, and then we're not, and then we're there. That's that'll be the frustrating thing I think for all Norwich fans. We're not that far away. Those two positions are only two positions, but they're so key, so yeah. key to getting them both done. I think we could be fairly busy next two weeks, as in me and you, because <laughs> yeah. there'll be rumours linked every day when. The, Press knows the sort of situation we're in. We, they know we're trying to find a couple more and it will it will all step up. 
Um, just before we go, I've obviously had my say on the Liverpool game with fans bet. You can check that out on Twitter. Um, but Jacob, you haven't had the chance to yet, mate. What did you make of it? 60 minutes decent. <clears throat> the, the first goal is complete luck. I mean, Grant steps out because he's a very aggressive centre-back. Probably should anticipate the... The more I see that, I don't think it was a mistake from Salah. I think he meant no, to do that. No, he's not meant do you to. think? No, it's miscontrol. I, honestly... I thought, the more I see it, the more I think... Mm. If he's meant to do that, then he is one of... Well, he is one of the best players in the world. But that exactly. is... That is <laughs> He does not know Jota is there. He does not know Hanley stepped out. He is not. He cannot see that side of it. I think it's control. Complete, yeah. But anyway, if, if it is meant, that is the best assist I've ever seen. Uh, I think Tim Krul should save it. I think yeah. Jota, that's a poor shot. I don't think Tim played very well, to be no. honest. That might be me being a bit harsh on him. Um, but I thought he maybe should have done better with all the goals, really. Second Angus one. Angus in next week. <laughs> no, keep him in the city. Keep him in the city. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I was... Disappointed with that. And then we just tired and I was frustrated with, with Daniel Fark and his late substitutions. Because yeah. whilst people are saying, yeah, it's a bit of a pre-season game, yeah, fine. But, I mean, if we go down by a goal in goal difference by the end of the season, you look at that game and think that was potentially... Pukki had a great chance at nil-nil. Just they're the differences, aren't they, at this level? Yeah. You need to defend well for 90 minutes against the best teams and we don't always do that. And right. we, you then have to take your chances. Man City-esque and Pukki either shoot across Allison, make him parry it and receive got a tap in or you put it across like you did for Todd against Man City yeah. and, and Rashi scores who I was impressed by in parts Rashi I think thought he was really good um, in terms of being able to beat the fullback. I think he's a bit naive to Daniel Farker's system currently but then quite a few wingers will be I'm excited to see Jolice and see what he does maybe he'll be Bournemouth and see what he's really about but um, yeah there's excitement there because Pierre Limalou I thought played well um, mm. Definitely in upgrading that midfield, there's absolutely no doubt. But if you get that defensive midfielder, Gilmore and Lee Malou will be very good against mm. the, the, the poorer teams. And you've got to remember it's Liverpool. Three mistakes, three goals, really. Yeah. And we look knackered for after 60 minutes. It could have been four, five, six. And I'm glad it wasn't because yeah. it wasn't deserved. Should have scored at the end. I can't believe gives yeah. a Yeah, Hanley header again. Yeah, Hanley as well. Uh, but yeah, all in all, it wasn't as bad as what as what uh, it would have, would have thought of being two years ago. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, here we go again, 28, 30 losses this season, something stupid like that. There's there's optimism, a lot of room for optimism and, and let's just hope we get there because it's, it's going to be a long season. We said that at the very start, but at least we're back and cheering them on. Yeah, exactly. All right, we've gone on long enough. Let's leave it there. Um, Leave a comment, talk about anything we've discussed in this video. Like the video if you can as well, because that really does help us out. Until next time, which I'm guessing won't be too long with these signings around the corner and take care of yourselves and we'll see you soon. Cheers.